Before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that the Newbie Mastermind, Group Support for Women in Business, will be opening this week. If you want to get on the wait list, you'll be the first to find out about all the Black Friday specials. So hop on over to BeMyselfNow.com slash waitlist to add your name today. Welcome back, business gal pals. Thanks again for joining me this week. This week, we're talking to my friend Grace, and she is the founder of the Organic Launchpad. We're talking about facing the ridicule of friends and family, which I think is so important because as we walk this entrepreneurial journey, we often want that validation from those people in our lives, but they often don't understand our businesses. So we can't quite get exactly what we're looking for from the people closest to us always. And I'm excited to hear Grace's take. I know she has some wisdom in this area to share with us. Grace is an organic launch strategist, and she's helping coaches, speakers, and other online service providers launch their offers organically and soulfully without any paid ads. Huge business gal pals. I know that's something that we're all looking to do to be successful without pouring a ton of money and time into figuring out ads. Grace makes launching feel really easy and natural. Welcome, Grace. Thank you so much for being here with us this week. Hi, Danielle. And hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been waiting to talk to you guys, and I'm really honored and excited to be here. Um, So I am an organic launch strategist, and I work with coaches, consultants, speakers, and trainers all around the world to help them launch their offers without spending. Uh, spending any money on expensive ads you know it can feel organic it can be in alignment Um, it doesn't have to always be a big mega launch all the time so I'm really excited to get into all the details awesome thank you so much so why don't you tell us a little bit about the origin of the organic launch pad and you know some of the maybe the ridicule and challenges and doubt that you faced along the way as you built your business Yeah, absolutely. So the organic launchpad is actually a really new program. Um, Mostly I work with my clients one-on-one and I bring them through the entire launch process. It's a really hand-holding process where I take care of everything from A to Z for them. Um, You know, we start with strategy calls, thinking about who we're talking to. We come up with the marketing copy and then I actually execute the actual launch. Um, The Organic Launchpad is a 12-week program um, that also brings you through the entire process but helps you design a launch in a way that feels right for you. So we build it in layers so that, you know, we consider your capacity in business and in life and see what kind of a launch is suitable for you and how much you can take on. I love that. It's so important to make sure that you know, the goals we're setting for ourselves are aligned, like you said, with our capacity, right? That's a beautiful way to put it. And how did that look for you as you were growing your business from the start in terms of finding that validation from friends and family? Did you find that they were really supportive right away? Or what did that look like in your experience? Um, so I knew from like the get go, ever since I could remember that I was going to be my own boss, like little Grace would be telling you right now, oh, I'm going to be my own boss someday and I'm going to rule myself and no one's going to tell me what to do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I always knew that, but I didn't know what it was until, uh, not too long ago, just about 
two two years ago, just before the lockdown, I was in London doing my final year um, of my degree, and I had this random idea to buy lots of dresses, bring it back to Singapore, and start a gown renting platform. So that was exactly what I did, but I needed money, so I raised ten thousand pounds using a um, you know I had a crowdfunding campaign, and. Through that, you know, I actually got a lot of validation because I needed people. I needed to rally people, um, you know, just to help me with filming the videos, help me with copywriting, setting up the entire campaign. And then afterwards, I needed donors. I needed people to back my idea. So for that, I got a lot of validation. I brought it back to Singapore, started the business. And a couple of months later, we went in, we were in lockdown. So all my work sort of, in a way, um, was completely wasted, but I'm so grateful for my experience. And that was the moment when I pivoted to social media marketing and doing launches. So before that, I've already been working a couple of years before going to uni, and I've always been in social media. Um, and this time, instead of doing a big launch, I started really, really quietly. So I reached out to one person. She she's a public speaking coach, and I said to her, "I would love." to barter with you so instead of paying you why don't I provide my social media management services to you and then you coach me in return so there was no sort of like big launch no validation from friends and families I didn't tell anyone except except that coach and um, you know we it worked out so well that it just grew from there it grew organically through word of mouth um, and I think in a way that that was my validation, but not in a big like crowdfunding way like my first business. Yeah, that makes sense that that organic growth was a quieter kind of whispering back to you like you're on the right track. Keep going here, definitely. So what do your parents and your siblings and your friends think of what you do now? Like, you know, you've gone to uni, you've studied things, but you're sort of in this online space that I think a lot of people, if they're not immersed in it, they don't fully understand it. So what do they think of you being your own boss in this way? <laughs> um, so when I was a lot younger, they already knew that I wanted to be my own boss. But as parents and being in Asia, they're a lot more conservative. They, they prefer security. At least my parents do. Um, so, you know, I my mom has has well, in the past, always tried to subtly convince me and tell me that, oh, entrepreneurship is not great. I remember we were in the car once. It was a public holiday. And we were just driving past, like, shop houses. And there were people working. The shops were open. And she said to me, um, oh, look at all these shop owners. It's public holiday and they still have to work. Like, it's really not good being a business owner. I, I think I was maybe... Uh, 15, 16 then, but I already knew that she was trying to change my mind and I just ignored it. And right <laughs> now, <laughs> it's funny. Um, and right now that she has seen my success, she's like, yes, girl, 100%. I know you, you want a different lifestyle from, from the one that I had and um, I, I'm 100% behind you. And although she doesn't really quite understand what I do, 
she will ask me from time to time like how's business how's work this month is it doing well so she's supporting me in in her own way um and you know just seeing that change so it depends really where you are now and where what your family thinks about it you could see that change but also i would say i never really needed that um, validation and support and my advice is to realize that people don't necessarily have to share the same vision as you they don't necessarily see what you see know what you know and want to do what you do um, but if you're clear about what you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing you don't need to ask or even tell people about it when you have achieved sort of the level of success um you know, they, they will be there and they'll be asking you and they'll be rooting for you. But again, there's no like definition of success. It's all up to you. Absolutely. And I love how you said they'll be there rooting for you because I think even when, you know, like when your mom is saying, oh, look at these shop owners, like you don't want to be a business owner. They have to work on holidays. It's out of this caring, right? It's out of her valuing security and wanting that security for you, her daughter. I mean, what parent doesn't want security for their children, right? So it, it, if we can see it as this point of caring, as coming from a good place, coming from their heart, I think it's a lot easier to kind of, you know, ignore them like you did and let it go. You're like, yeah, my mom wants this for me, but I'm going to go do it my own way. I love that. I love how you're focused on your own version of success. So what do you do to find support when you need it in business, when the entrepreneurial journey just feels hard and lonely? So you hear many people say that entrepreneurship is lonely, it's lonely at the top. Um, but I would tell you that that's only true if you're not connecting with the right people. You don't need a huge group of people, but if you're connecting with the right people, just one or two or like a small community is all you need, like quality over quantity. And that is so important, especially if you have a small business, you have um you don't have like a big team to expand your time and it's just you, you're a one woman show. It's so important who you're inviting and allowing into your circle, not just in terms of support, but also in terms of your clients. So you have to be very protective of your time. So where do I find support when I need it? Um, I'm just going to say that I'm my, I'm my own biggest fan. <laughs> I love it. That's brilliant. <laughs> But also my coach is my number one support. Like we speak about every two to three weeks and I, I, I know that I can go to her. So just have that one person. It doesn't have to be your coach, but it could be a community of like-minded people who are you know, on a similar journey as you are or someone who has been there before and just reach out to them and have that you know, accountability and support for each other. Yeah, I love that you mentioned having a coach. I think that can be really helpful because sometimes we're seeking this support in groups, but it's hard to find the right group right away, right? But it's a lot easier, I think, to find the right coach that can fit with you in this stage of your journey because coaches can be hired, right? You, you can sort of actively, proactively seek that out. And you can do that with friendship too, but it takes longer, you know, in terms of that transition before you can get to the point of asking for support and, you know, rallying support for each other. So I love that you mentioned that as an option. It's brilliant. So how are you empowering yourself and still loving the people in your life who are questioning what you do? 
right now i i just moved back in to be with my parents and living with them while running a business and having a dog can sometimes not be the easiest thing to do <laughs> especially when i'm on zoom calls and everyone's chattering outside and my dog is asking me to play um i just make sure that i i really have like clear boundaries um if i'm going on zoom i'll let them know that hey i'm going to I'm going to be busy and I appreciate that you know you keep it down. So little things like that to like the slightly more internal bigger things I would say is to invest in um reading books, invest in giving yourself time, take the time off and um read books, listen to podcasts. Um I watch a lot of videos and online courses. I go to yoga. It's important to fill your cup so that you can serve from a place of joy, right? A place of love. Um, so I really take the time off. And another way I like to empower myself is to <clears throat> not take client calls on Mondays and Fridays. So Mondays are the time for me to um, look at my week, plan my calendar out, reply to all of that administrative emails, and then I get to work for real on Tuesday to Thursday. full day sometimes back to back calls and then on friday i start to wind down a little bit um so that's how i do it i love that um and another cheeky way is to go back to why you started entrepreneurship in the first place so i really really value freedom it's like on the top of my list and one of the reasons why i decided that i'm just going to be my own boss is because i wanted to be able to go for yoga in the middle of the day during the working hours <laughs> yeah so i practice that i allow myself to do that sometimes because you want to remember okay like why am i here i mean of course i'm here to serve and i love being behind the scenes supporting other entrepreneurs but you want to have that fun element like don't take yourself too seriously yeah, sometimes yeah enjoy the lifestyle you're creating otherwise what's the point of putting in all this hard work <laughs> yeah <Absolutely>. exactly <laughs> i love how you touched on boundaries i think that's really important and i i see where you're having boundaries with your parents in the communication like hey i'm going to have a call could you keep it down while i'm on the phone and you've also got boundaries with yourself by saying like okay I've got, you know, Monday to do this kind of like ramp up for the week and then I've got Friday to wind down and then you've got really healthy boundaries within your business saying like okay remember it's not all about business how do we utilize our time to remind ourselves why this business is so great why we chose this in the first place that sounds so powerful i just love how you are doing so much internal validation i mean that really is the key i think when it comes to dealing with ridicule dealing with doubt and challenge is just being able to stand in our own pillar of strength and remind ourselves that this is the right answer thank you so much grace you know i would love for you to share with us your favorite business hack or a bit of advice that you have for the business gal pals um my number one like generic business hack is to not overanalyze I know that I can be overanalyzing about a new offer or a new product that I want to put out or even simply a caption and then I end up not posting it. I end up not taking action on it. Um once I start to overanalyze, imposter syndrome kicks in and I'm thinking mm. is this caption really good enough? Is this picture really good enough? Is anyone going to take up on on this offer? Um You know, you you can't have all of the answers to to everything. 
just by thinking and thinking about it, you just got to take action and let the universe tell you, let people tell you, listen to their feedback. I love that. Yeah. Listen to your market, let them validate for you whether or not it was the right thing and, and let yourself put out not a good caption, right? Give yourself space and grace to have a bad caption go out more than once. In fact, right? Yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. Have a little fun with it um, and then just test it out. I love it. And then what about a bit of advice, life or business advice? Do you have something you'd like to share? Mm -hmm. Um, I I love this question when I was thinking about it. I was like, what am I going to say? So I I think for me, your uh, business growth is important. But your personal and your spiritual work, your inner work is just as important. If not, I would even think more important than what you're doing in your business. Mm-hmm. Because if you do that, if you develop, um, you know, personally, spiritually, and you look deep and you go within, nothing external can shake you. Nothing that's happening in your business will knock you down. Not even a bad month in business. Like that would be like, oh, it's okay. I had it. You would think of it as, you know, I had a great month like two months ago. So it doesn't matter that I had a bad month last month, like something else will come for me. And you will trust in the process. You will know that what is meant for you will come to you as long as you put the work in. Um, So I really prioritize my personal and spiritual growth. I, I watch gurus, I read books, I'm into stoic philosophy. Um, and I just think that it, it helps you manage all that business things. Like if a client drops off a, a contract or, you know, there are certain kind of bad news or things going on in your business, you're able to handle it so much better with more calm and like ease. And I want to say grace but no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. We all need a little grace in our business. (laughs) So someone wants to get in touch with you, Grace, and put a little bit of that organic launching into their business. Where can they find you? Um, I'm very active on Instagram. So come say hi at I am Grace Yo. It's I-A-M-G-R-A-C-E-Y-E-O. Perfect. Yeah. And Grace is on Instagram. You guys, I always see her there and I know she's super friendly and active in messaging and email and all that. So if you want to get in touch with her, we'll have all that in the show notes and you can totally find her on Instagram. Thank you so much, Grace. I really appreciate your wisdom on all of this. And I appreciate the strength you've shared with us today. It's, it's really inspirational. Thank you, Daniel. And thank you so much for tuning in. 